0: Pull up a chair and buckle up. It's the Original Strength Podcast. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's edition of the Original Strength Podcast. I am here with my friend, Anna, the owner of KettlebellChicks.com. And Anna is, well, she's got an exciting story to tell. If you know anything about kettlebells, this story is just neat. Um, but I'm going to stop talking because Anna can tell it better than I can. Anna, thanks so much for being on the show.
1: Thanks for having me, Tim. This is great.
0: So Anna, how long have you been a personal trainer?
1: I've been a personal trainer in the industry since 2007. So 14 years.
0: 14 years. What got you started being a trainer?
1: Um, I think just from having a uh, athletic background coming up. um, In high school, I played sports, varsity sports from basketball. Uh, I ran track, played a little bit of volleyball and uh on my off season i would often practice with the boys football team in their summer days two-a-day camp training so you know just really really liking to sweat really really liking to work out um having the whole camaraderie of the fitness industry and sports and being in a team and feeling included i feel like that was really important for me so it was an easy transition to say oh my god i want to work with people i want to be around Uh, workouts and helping people and so for me it was a really really easy transition to do that
0: and so so since 2007 and what what got you started with kettlebells
1: yeah so with kettlebells um, I was working at Bally's and uh, this guy came in Mike Krifka which you know uh, came in and he was working out with this guy with this other trainer named Nasser I would see them once in a while and you know, kind of mind my own business, being a new trainer. Um, and Nasser, the guy he worked out with was injured. He had an ankle injury or something. So Mike not knowing that came in with the same routine, two 50 pound kettlebells holding like there were suitcases, like no big deal. I didn't really know what kettlebells were back then, um, which a lot of people I don't think did. It wasn't until like maybe, you know, recently people were like, oh, those are kettlebells. Um, and so Mike would come in, Nasser was injured. Mike looked at me, I was eating pizza on my lunch break. And he goes, you, do you want to work out? And I was like, okay. So I went over, not even knowing his name, we worked out for an hour with a 25 pound kettlebell, crushed me, always crushed. And uh, after that, you know, he was coming in Monday, Wednesday, Fridays for an hour. And I would always remember feeling anxious. It's like, okay, it's Monday, Mike's coming in today. Because I always realized, oh my God, I'm gonna die, right?
0: Are you sure it wasn't the anxiety of having pizza in your stomach and then swinging bells? Or
1: I think I probably stopped eating pizza by then because I knew better.
0: Because <laughs> that would that would make me a little anxious.
1: Yeah, I mean it was crazy back then. I could eat whatever I wanted. It was not healthy, but you know you're young. You're 22. You could get away with it. Now you know not yeah, so you, much.
0: You didn't even wait 30 minutes. Uh, you know after you ate, you just jumped right into the jump right in training
1: right in and you know, it didn't affect me. I, I, my metabolism was just bracing all the time. So I could get away with it now, don't recommend it, not great for pre-workouts. Um, and so I ended up working with Mike and Mike eventually told me that, hey, I got a CrossFit gym, what, two miles away from the gym. Do you wanna come help me work? And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and then working with Mike and assisting him at his uh, box, uh, he was gracious enough to sponsor me for my first CrossFit kettlebell certification. And back then CrossFit did it a little differently. It was literally a Saturday, Sunday, nine to five pass or fail course. Now it's like a one day course. You come certificate of attendance and certification and you're good to go. Back then it was like nine to five crushing workouts, being, being tested at the end of class. It was challenging, um, wipe me out. And uh, that's when I met Jeff Martone. Um, and you know, Jeff uh, Jeff is considered a guru in the industry. He's been around for a long time, really, really well-respected, the man, right? Uh, a legend. And, yep. and so Jeff, you know, I passed, thank God. <laughs> and at the end of the course, Jeff uh, demoed a Turkish getup with me, a human Turkish getup. And- What is it was that? My first- and so Turkish Get Up is a full body movement, uh, compound movement in a grind that you literally do with a kettlebell, not a human or a person. Um, and it, you start laying down on the floor with your belt over your chest, and then, you know, you pivot up and go into a lunge and then end up standing up with your arms overhead. And basically, instead of a kettlebell, he had me. Literally, I was balled up in a ball, rolled up, and flex as hard as I could, and I was his kettlebell and I weighed, I think 115 pounds back then. It was like oh. 115, 117. And if you know, Jeff, you know, you know, Jeff, he's got jacked up shoulders. They're always dislocating at no, night. when He, he, goes had,
0: he had, he jacked had jacked up shoulders. <laughs> yeah.
1: jacked up though. Right. Um, and so for me, I didn't know that I just met Jeff. He was great. And so we did that and it was really cool. And I was like, Oh my God, I love this. Everything. This is great. So Jeff ended up, uh, you know, coming to DC, Jersey, Virginia, Maryland, and would actually call me and say, hey, do you want to help out with this course? I dropped everything that I was doing. Saturday and Sunday, boom, I'm in there. Even if it was like a Friday night, he'd call me, yeah, I'm there. (laughs) And for me, that was a way of, oh my God, I know he's the best in the industry. I'm going to learn whatever I can and absorb everything, right? So we started doing that. Um, And then finally he picked me up uh, on the roster as a paid trainer. So I was really excited about that. And so we worked together for about 10, 11 years with CrossFit.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Now, And I think you also, Jeff turned you on to, uh, you met Steve Cotter through Jeff. Is that right?
1: So I don't, I don't think I met Steve through Jeff. I'm not sure how I met Steve and Ken Blackburn. Um, And they're with IKFF, International Kettlebell Fitness Federation um, I just remember meeting, meeting Steve. Well, he, we connected, I'm not sure how. Um, and he sponsored me to get my IKFF course and really? I think Jersey. Yeah. New Jersey. So I went out there and I think it was a two day course and fun story. I actually remember, uh, Steve calling me out like at a break and he was like, yeah, so Annabelle can swing and uh, double kettlebells and flip and juggle. And I'm like, no, I can't. And I sent him a video before doing it, but I was like just starting out and trying new things. And I was like, oh my God, he's really gonna make me do this in front of people. And so he handed me a 35 pound kettlebell, or it was, I don't even know, 30, it was, I normally worked with a 15 pound and it was a lot heavier than I was uh, used to working with. So I was so nervous. They had music blasting in the background. And I flipped that kettlebell, they counted out loud. So you swing it and then you release it and the bell flips over and then you grip it again and you continue doing that move. And I think I did it like 26 times flipping it. And I was so happy when I dropped it because my grip was crushed. I was so nervous. <laughs> and you know that was one of the things that he put me on blast for. And it was a lot of fun, that course. But IKFF really does competition style training. So their course is a lot different from CrossFit. Uh, but for me, it was really nice to kind of see the difference of what other outfits really, really uh, focused on. So for me, having that background and be able to implement it into my workout routine, most of my training that I do is competition style bell training, like my snatches and my cleans and my, um, you know, long cycles. So it, it was a lot of fun meeting those guys.
0: So wait, though, I I, I met you at Mike Krifka's place. Uh, yes, and you were that was at a RKC kettlebell. Training. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah.
1: With Dan
0: John. With Dan John. Yes. Yep. So, so you've done CrossFit, Kettlebell, and really you've done Jeff Martone. Like, he, he, if you worked with him for 10 years, you know some Kettlebell, but you stayed open and you, you went to IKFF and then you also went to some RKC stuff. Like that's, RKC.
1: yep.
0: Yeah. That's pretty uh
1: strong first.
0: Oh, you did strong first too.
1: Yeah. Strong first. Actually, it was a, oh, two-day course in Virginia, some CrossFit in Virginia. And (laughs) most of the people that were assisting, which were like 12 people assisting, I was so overwhelmed. I was like, why are there so many people here assisting? That was my first strong fist, strong first anything. And there were literally 12 strong fist, strong first assistants. And most of them recognized me. And literally one came up, the head trainer came up and he goes, "Hey." what are you doing here? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, aren't you a CrossFit coach? CrossFit kettlebell coach? You work with Jeff. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) you know, me just went in and learned the different styles and StrongFirst is really similar to CrossFit, super similar. So for me, it was just kind of like, I was just there just to kind of spectate. They actually ended up sending me home at lunchtime. They're like, you don't, you don't need this. And I was like, okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I was hungry. I was like, okay, bye guys. I I didn't bring my lunch. And so, yeah, that was interesting.
0: Well, that's, that's really neat though, that you weren't married to one style and you were open to, to learning, you know, all, all the different styles that are out there.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're pretty neat. You know, all these guys that branched out with IKFF, uh, you know, tactical athlete with, uh, Jeff Martone, Steve Carter, they're all doing their thing. They all learned under Pavel. You know, and so that's really neat to see what all these people are doing that studied under, you know, Pavel is the one that brought kettlebells to the States and kind of made them popular in the early 2000s. So for me to be able to work with all these guys under Pavel, I'm like, oh my God, who am I? You know what I mean? So it was really neat.
0: So you are very passionate about kettlebells, uh, so much so that you decided to become a manufacturer of kettlebells to make your own which is pretty neat because I at the time like I used to have a kettlebell fever um (laughs) but I had a habit of I would just buy a bunch of kettlebells Mm -hmm. but I don't I don't think I ever thought you know why don't I make a bunch of kettlebells so how did that happen
1: um it first happened just being in the industry and recognizing that you know Although being in the position that I'm in with all these years of experience and in, in working with the top people in the industry that are really, really respected and recognized as gurus, um, I just felt like despite of my position and my knowledge, I really wasn't seen as an equal counterpart to my colleagues, like at all. And it really, really was evident when, and this happened on more than one occasion, um, but especially at a uh, Marine Corps base, I'm not sure which one, Jeff and I went in and we trained all these uh, lieutenants and all these guys that, you know, just had all these, this testosterone (laughs) buildup and Jeff literally at one point talked to them and said, Hey guys, like, you know, this is a pass or fail certification. Anvil's going to pass or fail you. So listen up because anytime I would demonstrate or teach them whatever move we were doing, they'd either, you know, go from yes, sir, to Jeff and, you know, talking to their their friends while I was talking, and so it was really obvious. And for me, I always felt like you know, just women in the industry aren't um, recognized as much. We don't, we're not in the positions that we could be, uh, despite our talent or or experience. And that's how I see women in the industry. I feel like we're very, very underutilized, but very, very effective. And so when it came to creating the kettlebell Chips movement. I wanted to bring all women from all different uh, walks of life, age, size, doesn't matter, background, um, to come and work and gather with kettlebells. And I use that as a metaphor, kettlebells in the box in the CrossFit uh, world, and any world, I feel like they're the most underutilized tool, but very, very effective. I mean, you can get a full body workout with these bells, cardio, uh, strength training, conditioning, grip strength, alertness, clarity, all that good stuff, all these benefits but they're underutilized because a lot of people don't know how to use them because they're considered a specialty. And also they're very, very intimidating looking, right? So a lot of people just steer away from it because what are these big cast iron steel kettlebells? Um, and so it started as a, as a movement and then it really, really just became, it took over my, it became a sister company and then it kind of just took over and that's what I'm known for now, you know? So, so yeah, I said, why don't we just develop our own kettlebells? <laughs>
0: and and they are pretty bells uh i'm i'm gonna say uh the trouble i always had Sometimes i mean if you found a bell that you liked like the handle and the the distance from the handle to the bell like that was especially if they weren't competition bells because you could get anything right um and it was it would be frustrating to get a bell that you really couldn't use for certain things because it it hurt and, and, and it didn't feel good
1: and like you mentioned you know um competition versus non there are these standard cast black iron kettlebells and you know the difference between those standard bells is that as the weight gets higher the bell actually gets bigger so we go from small bells to bigger and larger bells and for some people like that's not comfortable especially the the biomechanics of where the bell rests in the in the rack position it's really going to create that dent in that forearm and it's really uncomfortable um versus the the competition size kettlebells; these are steel. They're lifetime guaranteed. They're not going to crack or break. Um, I have personally done uh, a brief demo on that, taking a hammer and trying to slash them, dropping it from a building. I've done all that, and these are competition size bells. Competition size bells in the industry literally all look the same, but just different colors based on their weight. So uh, naturally, the eight kilograms are a light baby pink, and then the twelve kilograms are kind of like a bold blue. And that's really across the entire uh, manufacturing company. Everyone kind of has those guidelines. Me, I want to kind of create something that was outside of the box, kind of like what is the future of fitness? What does this mean to me? What is gonna uh, have people motivated to kind of swing with a bell? And I thought, hey, style of the kettlebell, the dimensions, how it looks, how pretty it is. Um, and I and I feel like this is this is it. The hot pink are signature style bells, and eventually we want to launch every hot pink color there is. So our next uh, belt in mine are the hot purple ones. And so we kind of want to create something different that was outside of the box and break that stigma of the same routine, which it, it's fine, it's great, but I feel like there needs to be some change in the kettlebell world.
0: And you're selling bells uh, and you have kettlebell chicks. So it's a silly question, but can, can guys buy your kettlebells too? Oh so, I mean,
1: yeah, so... Although pink are signature colors and all these great fun colors, like I feel like only a real man will swing a hot pink kettlebell. Come on. <laughs> but also we also, I mean, right. But we've also developed an all black, um, matte kettlebell and we wanted to represent, um, and stick behind what we believe in, which is the black lives matter, uh, movement. And that was really dear to me because just a person, of color um, in the industry, like I can really, I've gone through a lot (laughs) Um, and just not having the same positionings or equality or fairness. That was really important for us to do because we stand behind this movement and we wanted A, um, not to deter any guys from not buying our our, our equipment or our products. So we wanted A, to create something black that was inviting for men, but this is limited edition and 30% of the proceeds are actually going to the NAACP that we get. So yeah. so, Black Lives Matter and Signature have pink bells.
0: Awesome. So, if they want to buy the bells, they can go to kettlebellchicks.com. Right. But if they want to learn how to use them, where can they go?
1: Yeah. So, we have on demand, pre recorded on demand classes. We've got a five week, a five day week live stream class. We also have like Kettlebell 101 swim series clinics. Uh, which are dense courses, which is basically you're learning all the biomechanics, breathing techniques, um, common errors, all that good stuff. And you can find that at www.annabelsfitness.com and register through our Mind Body app. And
0: this, and this might be hard to answer, but I, I, you're passionate, so I want to see what you'll say. Um, why should a person train with kettlebells?
1: Yeah, I think a person, I know a person should train with kettlebell because really kettlebells are a gym in your hand. You don't really need a fancy boutique gym membership to get a great, effective workout. Um, You can utilize the bell with, you know, some of the benefits that it offers are strength training, uh, you know, alertness, hand-eye coordination, grip strength, cardiovascular, everything that really you need to do to have a well-balanced fitness routine right at the grip of your hands so whether it's a 20 minute workout quick for moms busy moms or whoever or a one hour crushing workout like we it is really really a great foundation tool that you can have doesn't take up a lot of space you can throw this in the corner under your bed really really versatile tool it really is the future of fitness
0: awesome so i gotta ask you about another tool of fitness though yeah (laughs) uh the battling rope yes tell me about John Brookfield.
1: John Brookfield is our friend. (laughs) Great man. Also, you know, the godfather creator of and inventor of the battling rope system. John has been a friend of mine since 2007. I met him at Valley Total Fitness. I was one of the first trainers that actually got his battling rope certification. You know Uh, what?
0: He told me the same thing though, so I don't know. I'm going to have to check (laughs) with him
1: wait, when did you get your certification?
0: 2006 or seven, somewhere in there.
1: Okay. Well then you beat me to it. He probably does tell people that.
0: <laughs> I, I think he just tells people that.
1: <laughs> it's a good look. You know what I mean? Makes you feel good. <laughs> so, so that's when I met John um, and John and I really just kind of uh, corresponded through email back then after, you know, I'd send him pictures and videos like, Hey John, do I have a good form? Is this good? You know? And uh, John was just so, so nice, so available, so inviting. And we just kind of really became uh, developed a good friendship after that. And uh, I would assist him and host with him some, some seminars that he'd do in the area. And, you know, he eventually ended up inviting me to his house. Me and his wife, Sherry, are really, really good friends. She's so dear to me, she's everything. Uh, and so, you know, they were great hosts. And I remember going to his house. On Saturday, staying for Sunday, and literally it was breakfast, train, lunch, training, dinner, training. It was nonstop training, and I was crushed. And you know, I was just like amazed at what he was doing, and all these systems that he's uh, created, like the barrel training system. He's amazing. His mind is just on another level when it comes to developing these programs.
0: You know why he has people stay stay the weekend when they train with him, right? Why? Because they're too weak and tired to leave. I'm telling can't. you,
1: that's facts. That is straight facts. I remember just, you know, he, I've been to John's house like five, six times. And, you know, every time he invites me, you know, it's more like, yeah, let's just, we'll go hiking. We'll go ride the bike. And I'm like, no, there's more to that. We're, you're going to kill me. And literally I went with his wife one weekend that it was just like a fun trip they killed me we went on like a three mile or three hour bike ride then we went hiking and i'm like you guys this is i'm wiped out (laughs) and for them they do that every single day they're in great shape great shape
0: i have never met anybody that can push their body and their mind to the to i want to say to the limits but I, i don't think he has any limits Um, but he's extraordinary
1: it is extraordinary and you know I love the fact that like John trains outside and any type of weather and just that's all mental mentality training mental training you know you can be in in the snow in the exhausting heat and still do what you that's that's all mental and so he's got that
0: but in the snow in his underwear
1: that's right he
0: take like he wants to make it as extreme as possible extreme to get right. out any weaknesses in his mind. It's, it's amazing.
1: It's phenomenal because he had me up in a plank with resistive bands around my ankles, pulling a rope. And I'm like, I can't. And he's, yeah, you can. And I'm like, I just really can't. And I ended up doing it, but man, he could probably do that and hold a plank on a wall for like hours.
0: This is no lie. He's teaching me how to do the pole pull. Uh, yep.
1: you
0: know, you do it for a mile or whatever, but my arms, my elbows, they, my my biceps cramped up and I couldn't move my arms and I was like uh, Mr. Brookfield I I can't move my arms anymore and he looked at me and goes but your fingers work don't they and I was like yes he goes okay well keep pulling then you you can do it yeah and so I had to pull the rest of the rope like this with my wrist and fingers
1: how'd that work out
0: it, yeah, it, I, I mean, I, I finished, but right. and John and John told me that yes, indeed, my fingers will work, and 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 until they don't, just until like my don't. arms, just like right. my arms worked until they didn't. So oh,
1: I bet. Oh my gosh, that's awesome.
0: But he's amazing. Um, and amazing. I everything I've learned uh, is a great, especially about the body and what just the amazing things we're capable of. I mean, I right. I owe that to John.
1: Yeah, John's got some great books out there too. You know, so. Got to check them out as well. John Brookfield.
0: Yeah. So if you've never heard of John Brookfield, you really have because he created the battling rope system. And if you've ever seen anybody exercise with a rope, it's because of that one guy.
1: It's because of John. John's giving them his blessings, you know?
0: That's it. So right. fun story. If you haven't heard also, the battling ropes were created to so John could beat the world record in pulling a 40,000 pound uh, transfer trailer truck one mile. Right. I have no idea what putting waves to a rope, how that equates to pulling a truck with your legs one mile, <laughs> but somehow it worked and John broke the world record more than it once.
1: Worked. Yep. Yep. He's brilliant.
0: Anna, thank you so much for spending your time and being on the show with us today. Really appreciate impressive. having you.
1: Thanks so much, Tim, for having me. Looking forward to our next one.
0: Guys, if you want to check out Anna's Bells, go to kettlebellchick.com. If you want to check out her training sessions and learn how to use the bells, go to annabellsfitness.com. Is that right?
1: Yes. Perfect.
0: We will put that in the section of the the notes section. Anna, thank you so much. And everyone, thanks for watching. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend.